about this episode because we actually came back as friends <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other that, that's that's some truth right there and due to our near breakup as friends we decided to have a mythbuster slash guest come on slash down. mediator <laughs> <laughs> just the type of gal we need for this podcast does um, that sound fun that sounds like a fun thing to do right yeah right just separate separate three very opinionated people from their opinions our guest is can i say your name vanessa vanessa imc dog nani nani tilo and we're interviewing vanessa because last time we did the podcast we ended up i shared a story (laughs) that's a kick-ass story (laughs) Which, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know why I don't see how weird it is, but um, you're right, T. I did do a little investigating with some close friends, and everybody was annoying me, because they were all like, <laughs> they were all right. that's weird. <laughs> so the story is, if you, I hope you listened to the last episode, but the story is essentially, I was walking on the beach with a friend and my dog, and a guy asked me, a young man, a young Sri Lankan man, not a white man, mm-hmm. a young Sri Lankan man asked me to take pictures of him naked because that's what his dominatrix girlfriend wanted him to do so i said yes obs and maybe um, not so obs <laughs> to everybody else ask and you shall receive all right i don't know I anyhow mean, he was lucky he was lucky he asked you yeah yeah exactly yeah okay continue so that ended up well before that actually before that we had the conversation about what's his name the patriots owner who went to a rub and tug oh robert craft robert craft and we got into the issue of the fact that he went to a rub and tug and then we started talking about prostitution and should it be illegal or legal i think it should not be illegal hassani thinks it should be legal and i think tanya you I are believe it shouldn't be illegal it shouldn't be illegal so vanessa used to used to do a radio show about sex you used to work in the sex trade, and you did want to become a full-time... I'm nodding, I'm nodding. A full-time prostitute. <laughs> yeah, with each question, I've basically gone on to the next because she's saying yes. So, it's lucky because I think, Hassani, last time we were here, you said no one chooses to become a prostitute, yet here we are with a very normal-looking human being, <laughs> not a crackhead or a drug addict, and not True. mentally ill. That's true. As far as we can see. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I mean, I take care of my mental health like yeah. anybody else. That's yeah. good. From this story, the whole point is it actually, we got into a huge fight. Um, massive, massive. Massive. It was like the blow up of 2019, which is hilarious that this is what brought us to the hugest fight of our friendship, but <laughs> it was crazy. And I stormed out and Charity lost it. And Hassani was just looking at one point like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm still haven't fully recovered. I don't know what the hell is going on. Oh, my God. It was kind of crazy now that I look back at it over really nothing. It wasn't yeah. that big of a deal. But anyways, we were highly charged. So then we messaged, Charity messaged in the group chat that we have a, a group chat for Talk That Talk. 
and we all apologize and we talked about she said that she had spoken to her friend and um she had offered to come onto the show so hence why she's here and, and we, we are asked, so thankful yes this is our first guest guys i'm so excited <laughs> um and so she's here so we could talk this episode is going to be about sex because yeah. of that so this is really cool through an argument we got our first guest. Right? Through the storm <laughs> comes the, what is it? The, the... Rainbow? The eagle or the... the You're the eagle. The... Phoenix? The phoenix. The phoenix yeah. rises. Phoenix is, a, phoenix is fire. Right? Yeah. 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 So Vanessa is the phoenix, the rainbow to the story. Wow. So we're going to... I know. Okay. Welcome. Hey. So we're gonna that go sounds through, nice. We're going to go through our, our questions that we have because we are curious. Um, so Cherry kept saying in our argument, it's kink, it's kink. Like people are into it. What's wrong with this? And so I want to know, cause I actually don't know what's classified as kink. Vanessa, tell us what is kink? I mean, I'm not like a kink <laughs> expert. Good. I wouldn't claim that either. Um, <laughs> I'm not a kink expert either. Just but, to be, oh. just, to, just to put that out I there. think generally, like, in the world known. of, like, kink versus vanilla, there's, like, vanilla stuff that you do um, versus, I guess, kink stuff that you might What is vanilla? What like, what's like vanilla? Like, actual I've sex, never even I vanilla, is vanilla. Like, vanilla is, like, standard sex stuff. Like, okay. Uh, okay, gotcha. Like missionary, but I mean, somebody might be like, "Oh my God, I gave like the best blowjob I've ever given in my life." It was like really kinky, and they might not think that's vanilla, but other people might be like, "That's hard vanilla." Yeah. So you could visit uh, the FetLife website. I guess that's like the, uh, I guess the Tinder of the kink world. Whoa, they have a kink Tinder. Yeah. Yes, they have a big sign for it on um, Church Street, just for south Fet of Wellesley. Yeah, really? it's these dudes totally dressed up. <laughs> As as what? What are they dressed? You know, like the like uh, Pulp Fiction black leather kind of style. Oh wow, that's uh, (laughs) it's a huge, it's a huge billboard too. And every time I walk by it, I'm like, no. So is it fair to say kink is? You could define it as anything considered unusual or outside of the norm because like you gave that sort of yeah i guess like you could think of, I, but i mean i think it's useful for people to just think about it like come up with their own definition of what is vanilla for you and then yes. what is like outside of that so i guess anything that would make you gasp i guess would, <laughs> yeah, is, is a good way to do <laughs> when you think of kink is it like a young is there an age thing with kink like, i don't think so do you think it's like mostly older people who are like comfortable like are young people into kink like i'm just curious Uh, i think so so. yeah yeah i mean i don't know that i only know that from my own personal experience like like if you go to a sex party they'll be by age so you have to be like under 25 or under 30 or under 40 or and so the people who are interested in going will go to their designated Area. Is there if you like matters? older people, can you yeah. go to the, as the young person? Special parties to... for that, too. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, I guess some parties will not have age limits, but it's just like... So sex yeah. parties. Okay, so how do you get invited to a sex party? How do you know about them? I'm sure you gotta know I, the right people? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure like you have a robust social circle. Of people <laughs> so. who are into the exact same thing. Okay, but yeah, what, if, like, yeah. I'm, what if I'm like new to this and I 
want to get invited to a sex party like i mean fet life is a good fet life has an event section so that's a good place or couldn't um, you go to um they they had those bars what's the name of the like it's like the most famous place in toronto it has all pools it's got different floors and it's like a it's like a sex club like a fancy sex club i guess so you could do that you know and then you're going to meet some people who obviously like to have sex in public and who like to be exhibitionists and whatever and then you'd be like hey i think you're sexy like where are there other parties i could go to that's like crazy. That. Yeah. There's like a whole sex underworld. Yeah. My my current partner is not really into that, so I'm not in that scene as much anymore. So Right. But does he know that you've gone to these things? Like Yeah, he came with me to one and he stuck it out for several hours and then afterwards was like <laughs> Is that literal or no they're very like in general it's a very relaxed atmosphere and people are just going out of their way to make sure everybody else feels comfortable and accepted and it's really like it's a very nice experience and like in the sense that like when you go to a bar and there's people sort of hounding you all the time or whatever like that will never happen to you at a sex party because it, yeah it they just want doesn't people to come back yeah like <laughs> and and it's all you know it's about consent and pleasure and oh, you know. it's pretty interesting so I'm... he came and then he was like i never want to go back to another one of those and i was like <laughs> i respect that okay and you're like move on <laughs> so yeah it's, it's kind of interesting because I, I would like to be a fly on the wall not participate but just to see how it goes down can you I, do that I've yeah done for that. sure yeah when what? i was another okay. story so i was on queen street and and this guy that I knew, he was having... So at Wicked, you had the bar downstairs and then you had the, the fucking room upstairs or the sex room upstairs. And so he was having his birthday party on the, the main floor. Okay. And as I was locking up my bike, this guy came over and he was like, are you going in here? And I said, yeah. And he's like, can I pay for your way and I'll pay for all your drinks tonight because I can't get in unless I'm with a woman. Oh, wow. Sweet. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. standard rule. Right? Let's do this. And so, but I was like, but I'm not going to fuck you. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to fuck you. And Can I was like, girls Perfect. get in without a guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So then we went in and there's like the bottom bar and everybody's having drinks. And then he said to me, he's like, okay, I'm ready to go upstairs. And I was like, okay. So I had to go upstairs with him. And it cost like 50 bucks per person or something uh, atrocious. Wow. And so we went upstairs. Everybody had their little towels on. They had little lockers. The one girl's like, oh my God, I don't want to forget my chapstick. And they like got their chapstick <laughs> and like just talking about the weather. during this time. <laughs> I mean, your lips do matter. <laughs> That's, yeah, I Actually, so. yeah, I don't want to yeah. chappy. I don't want I don't want to fuck nobody with chappy lips. And so, not that I was up there to fuck people. So then he got undressed and I had to stay with him to that point and then I got to leave. But I saw it was just this lounge and people were doing their thing but it was just very like an ordinary like just going to the office in the morning an ordinary day so did you see anyone having sex i don't think so is it like open rooms it was a when i walked in it was like one big open room with a bunch of different couches and whatnot and then did you sit on the couch no i only went into like the change room area but a good party is like a gym like you like a like a jungle gym no like you got to clean up after yourself Oh, you gotta oh, you wipe, to down wipe down the. Oh, I got it. Oh, okay. Wow, that gotta... is amazing. Wow, that's good. <laughs> and you know, some people in gyms don't wipe down. No, they there's do some not. People who do. So. I was never a wiper downer at the oh, gym. Oh God, I I'll hate you. you. That that's why I always What's wipe. wipe you? I don't sweat, but you see me. I don't oh, it's sweat. true. She doesn't sweat. Even in hot yoga, I get a little mist on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, okay, that's, this is all interesting. I am learning a little bit here. Um, I guess the next question we had was, we heard 
through charity that you wanted to be a prostitute at one point. And so very curious. This is in rebuttal to Hassani's statement that no one chooses to become a prostitute. Yeah. That's how this all began. And in the end, you chose not to. Okay. So not out of moral reasons. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I feel actually kind of weird talking about this because it was like, it was when I was in university, although I'm in university now (laughs) again. So, uh, like a friend of mine at school saw an ad in the paper and was like, hey, I think you'd be good at this. And it was like an advertisement to be a webcam girl. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I've been like working at music stores and restaurants and stuff. And this was like way more money. Okay. So I went. How much an hour would you make? I don't know. It depends on the day. Average. Um, uh, How much base would somebody... Rate? Okay, yeah, the base rate. That's So it would be... This was when I was in university. So like in 2004 or five, mm-hmm. And... I would get $15 an hour and then I would get somewhere between 50 cents and $1.50 a minute depending on the type of chat when I was like performing. So it was like way better money than I could make because sometimes I could be in a private chat for two hours. Right. And you're charging them a dollar a minute. Yeah. Sweet. No, they were paying way more than that, but the company that I worked for would get. was giving you only that. Do you do it in your own house? Like, no, I didn't. I didn't do it in my own house. Uh, It was not like a setup that was possible for me. Okay. So you would go to a studio and they would have different rooms and they'd have a couple of people working at the same time. Uh, Anyway, so I went and I started doing it. And it was actually like, I just, I liked it so much because in the private, like in the public area, I don't know. I I lived with a bunch of roommates. We we were always like negotiating like who plays what music and I I don't know. And I would just go into the studio for four hours and like talk about whatever I wanted to talk about, which is always like nerdy stuff like Star Trek. (laughs) And so you could do this on the, the, like people were coming into your chat to hear you just talk at first? Just to talk. And then if they like me, then they would say, take into private. And then we would talk about, like, what they wanted to see. Usually mm-hmm. it was just, like, to see me masturbate. Sometimes it was just to hear me talk. Um, you couldn't see them. No. Um, eventually they did set that up, but I had left at that time. Okay, that at any point did you ever feel, like, scared of being, like, a webcam girl? Like, and not knowing who your customers were? Like, did you ever feel scared? Scared of... No. No? Like but I... I would say what was the scariest part, if I could, like, if you use the word scary, was having conversations with people about it outside of work. Mm. Like, people would recognize you and then come up and talk to you? No, just, like... People's reactions? Yeah, people would say, hey, what do you do? What's your part-time work? And then I would say, oh, I'm a webcam girl. And then they would be like, that's disgusting. And that would make me feel really bad. And, wow. And I don't think Hassan went say, bad I, like that. Yeah, he didn't I, I say it's and I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I absolutely wouldn't say it's disgusting. He would say it's wrong. Yeah, I would it's say, wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> so, but so you know, I didn't like go to university so I could become a sex worker or like an escort or whatever. Right. But after I was I was working as a webcam girl for an extended period of time, and I like got to know all the girls who were doing it, and it was I don't know, I liked them a lot. We were friends and I got to know a lot of the clients and some of them were just like lonely, like older, lonely people. I had like a a university student who was a regular who would just like ask me to show him the different parts of my body and like what was nice. Like he was studying for an exam or something. (laughs) Like That's crazy. An anatomy exam? Yeah. Like I would just like have the camera pointed at my vagina and be like, this is where the clitoris is. This is what it looks like. In movies, it's like 
if you do this real slow and sensual or whatever, like the girl gets off immediately, but that does not work for me. Like I, I needed to be like hard and fast or like, <laughs> and you would walk them through it. Yeah. That's crazy. Or like, this is what you need to do with your fingers before you put them in somebody's ass. Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> um, Did anybody like, so, okay. Could so you one, hear them? No, they would type. Oh, it's just, okay. Yeah. One of my biggest things... But now you can have, like, face-to-face. Okay. I'm just like, that's not my... That's not my experience. So, one of the reasons why I'm not into online dating is because I'm always terrified that I'm walking around in the world and people may have swiped over my picture and know that... Have no things about me because of my profile. Did you ever feel that way in terms of people just walking around out there and then like say you're in a grocery store and your checkout person's like holy shit i just master like masturbated about you last night yes did you ever have Uh, i mean i i did have a client who was based in the same city as me and he lived down the street from me it turns out wow and he was a regular client and we did bump into each other at a fancy salad place once and i noticed this person staring at me and he just came over and was like i'm really sorry that i was staring at you i just and he was like, sorry about that. I'll get out of here. And then that was it. How did, how did you feel about that? It's like, okay. Okay. But that's the thing of like being scared. I think it's one, yes, being scared that I might see the person in the outside world and they like, if you're not honest about it, but you were like outing me maybe. And then if I was a webcam girl or if them like be following me and like they come infatuated with me like I think that's my yeah. other thing where I'm like okay that's scary I think it's more not what you do it's just like safety after like protecting yourself yeah for sure and I was young and maybe naive and stupid but it was not something was that bothered me the only thing that really bothered me was when people would come and hurl abuse at me on the site or uh telling my mom so they can't well, okay whoa whoa yeah yeah yeah. hold on so people came on just to abuse you on the site like they like oh yeah yeah yeah. really just well i guess everyone would would get would experience that yeah yeah people who just want to but just people who want to like they just come on just to type nasty things and then yeah yeah like you're ugly well that is the internet anyway yeah Mm. anyway so i did that for a while and sorry wait no mom so how did you tell you told your mom um you know what like, it was actually such a horrible experience that I have kind of blocked out exactly what's happened. No problem. But you no, I chose I it. chose not to tell her. But she found out, I don't know who told her. I don't know, maybe it was my fault. I can't categorically say. Like, really the thing that's burned into my mind is my father looking extremely uncomfortable and my mother feeling like she had done a bad job at being a mother and that was like really heartbreaking because in the experience of doing it like I it it actually made me really happy to be able to show this kid how to please a kid sorry that sounded really bad this university student she's not she's an R. Kelly junior don't worry guys um how to please whatever woman would eventually get near him. That was really nice. It was nice to be able to, like, indulge people's weird-ass fantasies that nobody else was going to do, like jumping on crunchy things or pretending you're really, really tiny and that you're drowning on my tongue and then falling down my esophagus. Wow. What? That's just interesting. That's kink. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, for me, that falls into a category for kink. 
personally. I found that really, I felt happy that I could give that to them. And I was happy that they had a space to be able to do that. And I don't, and maybe, you know, maybe that fetish came from some fucked up place, but. Almost certainly. Yeah, but indulging on it. (laughs) (laughs) But indulging it, indulging it, like, felt good you know like that you didn't ha- they didn't have to keep that inside and that they could have somebody who would just be there for them mm-hmm. do you think that these things because i think i think this way that a lot of this kind of stuff leads to like devious behavior do you think that like we're not doctors here but do you think that people who indulge in things that are absolutely kind of off you know what i mean like some of the stuff is just crazy to me. And so do you think that they'll lead to like more fucked up things in the future? Because I like feel like... Like if they're already crossing a line and once you yeah, cross that like line, Yeah, like now they want more cross. and then they're just doing eventually just fucked up crazy things. Or do hmm. you think people could live in a space of like kink and not cross that line to become... I mean, yeah, obviously there I... there is... Peop- we'd have a lot of people who would probably be deviant then if that's the case. Because I'm sure there's a lot yeah. of people doing kink. Maybe it's just the way we've been conditioned to think that if you like this kind of stuff, that you're going to end up being like Absolutely. a fucked up serial killer who's like fucking women while It's because it's, 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 out of, <laughs> it's out of the norm, right? And majority, when we act as a collective, the majority, we don't like things that are out of the norm. And so we like to deviate things that are not normal. But it's normal to them. So... Vanessa, like I hearing what you're saying is that you felt good because you're giving them the space to do this. And by being able to, and this is what I was saying with like prostitution shouldn't be illegal is because people are going to do that stuff either way. So at least there is a way to be able to satisfy this lust animal and I don't know, animalistic, maybe like animalistic. I feel like animal is a good term for it because when you think about what your basic needs are sex is one of them sex and intimacy is a basic human need yeah for sure and go ahead sorry go ahead what do you have to say we actually haven't heard a lot from hassani no because no because what's interesting is that you see with most animals is that there is a time for sex and the rest of the time they go without do you know what bonobos do all day they fuck (laughs) and eat they eat, they fuck, eat. eat, yeah, but they fuck to solve problems, they fuck to just hang out, they fuck to stay together, to keep their clan together. Huh. I just want to say that it is like a basic need. Mm-hmm. Everybody Agreed. wants to be touched, everybody wants to be desired, everybody wants that closeness, like we have a drive, we have a sex drive, you know, it's called that for a reason. And if you aren't going to have it satisfied in some conventional way then why not have it satisfied in a way that's still safe? You're going to function better if you have a house. You're going to function better if you eat eat or sleep. You're going to function better when you have sex. Like sometimes I think about people that, that like um, people with persistent mental illness who live by themselves, um, who don't have a lot of money and who don't have a lot of, or, and are socially isolated. And it makes me so sad because mm-hmm. I think like, when was the last time that person got hugged or... Had their back rub. Not that people don't find people to have sex with when they're have Mentally, a severe mental illness yeah. and are poor. Like obviously, some people do. But <laughs> so the whole thing about it, prostitution being legal, though, I, like, how do you feel about it? This is like a whole fucking enchilada of discussion. But if you like, so 
people who who are prostitutes sometimes will say I'm a prostitute but often will say they're a sex worker mm -hmm. and the reason that they do that is because they're aligning themselves with uh, sex work as work and you don't really think about other types of work being legal or illegal that you don't like that isn't a dichotomy that you right apply to like being a cashier or yeah, like you just obviously know it's a job yeah it's yeah. a job right yeah so if you say you're a sex worker then you're like I'm doing work and so you don't think about, like, should sex work be illegal or should it be legal? You think, no, it should just, like, be have status like any other job. Right. To me, something that I really wish happened in the world was people would think about sex workers and be like, whew, you know, I don't think about them too often, but it's nice that they exist because they do, like, a lot of valuable stuff for a lot of people. But how, okay, so if we're just getting into the legal, because I believe that pe women should have the choice to do whatever they want with their bodies. If they want to be a sex worker, then do it. I don't, it doesn't bother me. There are male sex workers. Yeah, too. male or women. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whoever, I think you can do whatever you want to do. But I guess from the outside, if I'm like thinking like how other people would probably think, it's like, okay, so this is work. So then, okay, now are you paying taxes? Are you doing all these things that people who work do? How do we get them to like, contribute in that way because okay you're doing sex work but you're not contributing to society because you're keeping all that cash right yes yeah, so but then, that's because it's illegal so that would yeah be, no but like so that would be sex it? work would be decriminalized and then is the term that people use and it would, you sex work would be just decriminalized and then how it would be taxed and whatnot would be that would be interesting that would be a thing that would well, happen they would probably be they would be doing contract work and they'd yeah be or like independent employee in the way like you independent would be contract work. But do sex workers really want that? Do they want to get taxed on I mean, does a, does, a, <laughs> does a contractor want to be taxed? When I do Uber Eats, I don't want to be taxed on the money that I'm making from Uber Eats. Yeah, I mean, if you gave people the choice about, like, um, would you rather pay taxes or, like, pay a fine mm -hmm. every time a police officer raided your place of work then yes, paying taxes would probably be... Or do you want to pay taxes, or in addition to the police officer shenanigans, do you want to be, like, disrespected by society as well, right? But do you think that making something legal makes you makes people think better of you? I don't think I think over does. time, with advocacy and awareness, uh, it... I think maybe in 150 years we would. We, it would take 150 years to like slowly wear that off. It's a, I, I think that's a true number, right? Like, how long have we? It's racism is still very alive and well today, right? And, and it's not dying. It's not. It's actually. I feel it's like increasing it's a little bit. So you know, it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while for these things to change. And this is not like I don't know if this is an opinion that's shared among the sex works rights movement but for me having people recognize the value of what sex workers bring to the world is to me the most important thing just personally because Sonny, I, I feel in your eyes I just, you're dying to say something like, I just, you want to I, say I, I, don't even, I don't even know where to <laughs> start <laughs> he's looking and his eyes are just like glimmering yeah, with, okay, me, with thought <laughs> I just think overall it's it's harmful to those in the industry and those who are customers mm. that's we never went general. into why you want to be a prostitute and why you couldn't be a prostitute and this oh. might it, yeah. sometimes it can be harmful to people like if they have a pimp or whatnot and they're getting like i think the harm comes from it being illegal yeah okay 
So there were two reasons. Okay. Um, one reason was um, I get chronic UTIs, so I would never be able to be okay. an escort because my body would just not be able to handle it. Okay. And the second reason was because I worked for a company that was owned by a guy who was a fucking asshole. And um, he systematically assaulted many of the people that we that were worked in the studio. And when we brought it to the police... I, I can still remember how what a horrifying experience it was right. to have a police officer say to me, like, well, what did you expect? And I said, like, I didn't expect to be sexually assaulted at my place of work. And he was like, well, what did you think you were doing with your body? And I was like, well, that's up to me. It, it's like it's like saying if you wear a miniskirt that you should be raped or something. Like, it's not just because you decide that you're going to do something with your body doesn't mean that other people can make that choice for you. And... The other, I guess the other reason was when I would tell people this or like when I would have these conversations, like my best friends were like, what did you expect to happen? And I was like, I don't have the strength in my soul to be able to do this for a living. And I totally respect people that can. I, I think for me, the fundamental difference and I think what comes off as callousness is more of people accepting the world as is. So when you say it's not right for this to happen, I, I understand that point. But what they're saying is if you do certain things, certain outcomes, whether it's right or not or fair or not, certain things, certain outcomes come will with, happen, yeah. will come with it. So, again, I don't know their tone or whatever, but that's the way personally I I look at it. It's like, like if it's, I were to walk around... In a bad neighborhood at night, flashing hundreds of dollars, I might get robbed. Do I deserve to get robbed? No. But it's probably not the best choice if you don't want to end up being yeah. robbed. Yeah, I think that I agree. I think it's more of like, it's not your fault. And I don't think that it should ha have happened or happened to women. But I also think that when you put yourself as a woman in a position, we know that there are men who are will abuse who will abuse it and who won't see it as your choice or your like you're trying to do this to make money they're just like they have their own agenda and like if i know like putting myself in certain situations could have a certain outcome i think that's what people are saying how they say it is a different thing but i understand like it's not like what did you expect you deserve it like no. going to a police station and someone saying that to you is it's wrong up. like yeah. his but job is to serve and protect don't, regardless of what you did you know what i mean but if we put higher expectations like it's almost excusing people who do sexually assault people in the particular situation that you were in vanessa and like we well we can't have we have to have higher expectations of the person doing the work but the person who did the sexual assault we can't have higher expectations of them to not harm another person's body right. I, like I, I I just I think that I, sometimes we yeah. we don't put enough expectations on people and and it comes from I think a lack of awareness and, and making these things taboo that well, there's always I, been a lot of onus on women to be like why yeah, can't we you why can't men the control themselves like, yeah, well, we have to be not. responsible <laughs> with ourselves for like birth control like all this stuff and it's like nah man you get in the game too yep. be responsible too and if i you know if i was doing that now i would be very happy that i could create a studio at my house buy the software to right. arrange payment and do the things that are safe 
safer, given what I've learned from my experiences. I don't, I don't deny that. But I also think that things don't change unless you fight for them. And, you know, I'm fine if people think that sex work is wrong or sex work is disgusting or shameful or whatever. What causes suffering, I think, is maybe a better way. It's, it's harm. It can be harmful. You and this but it can suffering. also, yeah, man, but it can also do a lot of good. I don't agree. But, at all. but, you, heard, but you heard from the horse's mouth. Right. That she, sure, she felt good because she felt like, you know, you felt like you were helping people. people. Um, whether you were helping them or not, I think is subject to debate. Like you think ultimately maybe they were not being helped? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, I guess that's how like change can happen. You engage in a debate and you figure yeah. out like what's going to happen. Like, is this argument strong enough to be able to change a policy or change someone's mind or give them a perspective that they didn't have before? I don't think that there's that much difference between, you know, somebody who is sucking someone's dick for heroin in the front seat of a car in like the abandoned area that they go to because they can't go anywhere else. Right. Um, and you doing that in the context of your relationship, because ultimately there's still like this exchange of mm-hmm. human connection, given that both people are interested in doing that exchange and like have consented to it and whatever. I don't know. I go back and forth with it. Because I, I agree that women should have, that they should be able to make their own choices. But then there is that thing of like where you're talking about drugs where like now we're allowing them, people are going to take drugs regardless. But it's just like now we're making it okay for people to do this work that leads to taking more drugs. And like how does that make our but society But it doesn't necessarily better? lead not, to taking not everybody, more drugs. Not everybody. But I'm saying I would be surprised, like I would like to know how much percentage of sex workers do take drugs. I don't have that number and maybe I should look into it, but I, I have a feeling it's a large number. You, you I'm two not going to come up with any numbers. <laughs> like, I don't know. I people are doing it because like they, I think your experience is very different because you enjoyed what you did and you did it for a time frame. But I would just be curious to see how many people are doing it because of the love of it or because they felt that joy that you felt and how many people are just doing it because they have a habit or because they have, no other option. But think of women mm-hmm. and men who have sex with men who have, like, a beautiful girl, a man has money, they have sex, right? And they could be dating or whatnot, but there is that exchange of money for sex with a woman that he finds attractive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, that too is a form of prostitution. Right. There are people who do that that are not just in this bad area of town um, sucking a guy's dick for crack. If there are people who are like, well, I need someone to pay for my child's education and I need a place to live. And so for those reasons, I mean, it's the same thing. Yes. Well, I don't know. Is there peace in that lifestyle? I mean, obviously you can't enforce everything but I, I'm not... I, I don't just I don't see that as a lifestyle that gives people who are engaged in it peace like I, I don't think it's something that improves the world okay so I guess like on a more basic level if you have choices like what are your choices there might be people and there are lots of them lots of sex workers who will do sex work because you can make slightly more money or because you did it for a little while and now 
that's kind of the cycle that you're stuck in. Mm -hmm. But the difference between being a sex worker and, say, working in a fish factory where you're on your feet for 12 hours is like, okay, I could do this for four hours. Right. It's not going to be super fun. I'm not going to be really fulfilled. I'm not, like, making a human connection with all of my clients or whatever fucking flowery bullshit I was talking about before. But... In four hours, I can do that, and I've got to take into the consideration, like, that if people find out that I'm doing it, they're probably going to judge me, and I'm, you know, it's going to be, like, that's going to be kind of fucked up. Or I can go and take a job where I'm going to make way less money and have way less time, and it's kind of going to, like, fuck up my body from, like, standing for so long, and I'm going to get varicose veins, so that's going to be weird. And I'm going to smell um, like fish all I'm going to smell like fish all day. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Is that a choice? I guess, but, like, you're constrained. You're constrained by many things, like the fact that we live in a capitalist society. And can you still get some satisfaction out of your sex work job? Yes, just like you can probably get some satisfaction out of your fish factory job. You're not going to have that all the time. Right. But you're going to have it sometimes. So that's not bad. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's a spiritual aspect to sex that maybe we're missing. Like, I get the logical arguments... You know, whether, oh, well, this will pay me more money and this and that. But the question is, is do you lose a part of yourself when you choose? Absolutely. But you also lose a part of yourself when you are um, like working. You can work a job that's not a sex trade job and you can lose a part of yourself while in that job too. You can, but sexually, I feel like, think about it now. What we were doing when we were younger, like, you would, not, like, tons of guys, but you would be more like, oh, I'll sleep with him or whatever. Yeah. And now, and then as you get older, you start going, like, I'm not fucking leaving my house for this guy. It's not worth it. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, right. and you don't want to feel that feeling and, like, you know what I mean? So I do, I agree with you. There is a connection that you feel with people. Yeah, there's a lot Every time of, you there's fuck a lot different of... people, like, that must take a lot out of them, like, their soul like I don't know I just feel like I don't I'm like between like I agree with it because I feel like women should have the opportunity to do whatever they want with their bodies but I feel like that like they shouldn't have to do that and it's like but we're never going to live in a perfect world like we can't help everybody but I wish that women didn't have to be sex workers is I guess is my point if they don't want to be but they have to be because of financial reasons Mm -hmm. because I feel like that sleeping with different men on a spiritual level is draining and how do you find love like who and and I feel that's part of the problem is that we end up intellectualizing so much that we kind of throw away our instincts things that we know are harmful or not and we it's like oh well okay this makes sense logically so it should be okay and for me it's not about telling anyone what to do or what they can't do with their body to me it's like listen if i had a daughter i probably am not gonna encourage her to be a sex worker the same way i may encourage her to uh become a doctor you you understand like yeah and I yeah. think most people, when it comes down to it, if they're being honest, yeah, that's not what they're going to want for those that they're close to. It's true. To become a sex worker. Because even if, like, one of you guys became... Like, I wouldn't judge you, but I would definitely try to encourage you from not... Like, is this the only thing that you have left as the option? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you, no one's really going to encourage their friend to do it. I don't think. Like, I wouldn't. Would you? 
If that was like an option that she had in her head? I mean, it depends on what kind of, if it was go to shady areas and like do it in someone's back of someone's car, I would encourage them. But if it's a wealthy person who, you know, they can pretend they're dating, then I'd be like, yeah, man, do what you got to do. But that's the issue, though, is that you can pretend you're dating. So someone who sleeps with rich yeah, people they're, they're oh i'm not a they're probably not considering themselves sex workers so it's interesting like i i find like the terminology changes and it's but the what people are actually doing doesn't yeah it remains the same I get what you're so saying. it's it's strange to me it's like people they want to do something but they don't really want to own it fully because it's seen as very wrong in society nobody wants to be outcast from society and we outcast when you think of the word prostitution or sex worker you automatically like our brains everybody automatically goes to the crackhead sucking the dick in the in the alleyway <laughs> well listen people would take you want to hear an interesting statistic Yes. So there was a city that there was like this little legal loophole that happened for a while so that massage parlors and um, indoor sex work could legally happen. And so this, this researcher was doing research about crime statistics across the country. And he noticed this weird aberration in the, in the city. And he was like, what the fuck is, what is this? And it turns out that all violence against women had right. gone down in this period. And the only correlation that he could find was that th- these types of sex work were made, were decriminalized. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like an interesting, and it, it he couldn't show causation. So you can't say that one thing was caused by right. the other, but they happen at the same time. And so it's, I feel like it's just an interesting way to, to think about it and maybe even to feel it, which is like, okay, so how we structure our society makes a big difference in how we feel feel about things Mm -hmm. and how we you know if you could live in a society where violence against women would drop 40 percent right and to do that meant a rub and tug situation that's pretty great and that might make you change how you feel about what those people do and that's important to me as somebody who just you know i try i just like did it by chance and then i realized like no i feel this is this is important and this is a valuable thing in the world and i don't care that the most of the world thinks that it's gross or weird or harmful and i think most people would embrace it if there were if there was a a clear link i don't know there's people who will say that you know whether it's pornography or this or that it actually encourages more violence against women so i'm gathering most people here have watched porn, a porn or yes. two. Yes. 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 <laughs> so why is that not just as harmful as prostitution? But I think you're because they're you're exchanging energies with multiple people, right? And multiple times, and and it is a it is a form of a job. Oh, I, I absolutely think it's, it's harmful. Thing. I think it's yeah. yeah. So why engage in watching porn? When you will say that prostitution is wrong. Because it's compulsive. It's it's hard to stop. You got a sex drive. But then that's the same thing. You have a sex drive. So some people don't have the means to have other people who will have sex with them or have sex with them in the way that they... Where I fundamentally disagree, I think that's something that you can overcome. That you don't necessarily... So then why are you not trying to overcome this if you think it's so wrong? I absolutely am. 
And I, and I'm Does your I, hand shake I, when you're about no. to grab the porn video and you're like, no. No, can it's I, it's all on the, it's all on the internet now. Can I ask you something? Do you pay for porn? No. Hell no. Do you think those people aren't worth giving paying money even though they put their work into creating this thing for you? Well, I Would shouldn't... you like, go to the coffee shop and be like, mm, no, I'm not going to pay for this espresso today. But I'm no, going to but... take it and drink it anyway. <laughs> well, you know what it's... Just inter- kidding. Just... No, no. But that's an interesting question because I haven't even thought to look into it and to see whether these sites are bootlegging or how they make their money. I just... They're just sites where it's there. And I, I, I never thought it. of that. That's an interest. That's... Um, well, this has been interesting. I think this has been, we, are we ready to rippity wrap this up? Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) Um, thank you so much, Vanessa, for coming in and having a very honest and open, uh, conversation with us. I think it's cleared the air for a lot (laughs) of us about certain things. And, um, we'll be vowed to never have a blow up like that ever again. Right? I'm I mean, not promising pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I'm assuming that we're going to be friends for the next... For the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives. So who who's to say, like, when I'm 80, you might start spouting out some nonsense. <laughs> and you're not going to take my cane. Yeah, I feel like we were going to beat you when we were older. <laughs> <laughs> going, ah, I can't stand his funny and his views. He's going on again about how... I don't know what I don't know what will be happening in the world when we're 80. Yeah. But um we appreciate you being here and we appreciate anybody who is listening to us, which right now is not a lot of people. It's just us. But we will rise. It's a pleasure. We will rise. <laughs> and we will multiply in numbers. Um, so apparently you can hear us on Google Podcasts. That's right. And we are sticking with our name, Talk That Talk. For now. Yeah. And we hope that you join us for the next uh, session. Yeah. What a who pleasure. Kn- Thanks. Thank you, Vanessa. Who knows who will be with us next time or what we will be discussing. But this is kind of cool. I like having Peace. guests. We're going to do this. All right. All right. Peace. Have a good week.